All right, so, Cal. Yo. I haven't named this podcast yet. Okay, so I start this on, the same way. Cal or Infamous, which one am I? I think we got to be Cal. Everybody know Infamous. We, no, about, to, we about to get to know Cal okay, today. Cool, okay? Cool. Yeah, yeah, we yeah. about to go through the ups, the downs from yeah. college when I came in. Okay. Okay? Right. So I think people really need to know the background story on DJ Infamous. So Ooh. welcome. Welcome to the show. Thank you. I don't bro. have a name yet. Okay. That's how we just started off. I ain't got no name yet. It's all good. But uh, introduce yourself, man, for those who don't know. What up? It's your boy DJ Infamous. Talk to me uh, straight out of Lansing, Michigan. You know what I'm saying? i um, been DJing for about 20 years. I started when I was 12 years old. Been on the radio since I was 16. Uh, grabbed my college degree at Alabama A&M. After that, moved to Atlanta, where I interned for V103. Uh, disturbing the peace at the same time, and then uh, I've been rocking ever since. Let me back up though, because I was in the so Alabama A&M. Shouts out to Shy behind yeah. the camera. <laughs> I was in the club with y'all right. every night in college. Yeah, you was my what I, what I, yeah, and I, I definitely I got the footage. <laughs> you know you, what? You was my cameraman, stylist. Oh, for sure. Uh, artist, record carrier, record carrier. Uh, like we was like bartenders at one point. Oh, for sure. <laughs> but here's the crazy part. What's that? I was in the club with y'all side by side every yeah. night, and I didn't realize y'all were actually getting y'all work done. I mean? thought we was in this together. I thought we was all partying. I'm like, man, I ain't doing no homework, son. Forget the quiz. We out here partying with my friends. But then y'all graduated. And I, yeah. <laughs> I was like, but you, I mean, I you like, bailed out first, it. though. You, look, when I was going to bail out, I didn't bail because my mom really had this thing about me graduating, you know. At the time, my sister ain't graduated yet. She was still in school because she was a little ahead of me. And she had this thing. So when I'm about to bail out and be like, yo, mom, real talk for what I want to do. I'm already doing it. You know, I'm on the radio already. I'm doing clubs and parties. I'm like, I don't need to be here. Yeah. But she really wanted that paper, man. You know what I'm saying? So I was like, if I could give my mom something that she, I mean, she's telling me this. So it ain't like I'm assuming it. Right. But she's telling me something like, you know, and brought me in this world, and I done did all this. You know, she support everything I got going on. Right. At least I could do is sacrifice another two long years. Yeah. <laughs> this is my sophomore year. So yep. To graduate. And I graduated on time. Yeah, that's what's up. Shout out to summer school. Yeah, shout out to summer school. <laughs> it was crazy because, like, even, like, what you're doing now, yeah. people could have saw it. You know how, like, some people are like, yo, you just made it bigger than we thought. But we knew back then yeah. you was going to be the guy that you are today. Because especially, especially we got to go from packing up everything from Huntsville, Alabama, Woo. driving in the uh, Bravada. And U-Haul. In the U-Haul. I had to drive the Bravada. I don't even know what that is, but it's a, uh, what's that name? Is that Chevy? Is it's, that like a, a, it's like a, it's like it a. It wasn't quite a. It's like a, it's like a Blazer. Remember the Blazer? <laughs> it's like a, like a stretched That Chevy. was like an SUV yeah, minivan yeah. type swag. Yeah, yeah. But um, no, AC, no air conditioning. Working at Media Play. Take, yeah. me, take me to coming to Atlanta. What was life like? I will. First, um, I was confused with you. Because I was uh, making 10 hours an hour. I was no, 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 no. Before that. Before that. <laughs> you know, before, when, we, when, we, when me and you decided to move over there, mm -hmm. you know, uh, it was rough. It was tough. Tough thing. I graduated with no job because, you know, the radio station didn't give me the job right after college like I expected, even though I uh, put in my notice in May of 2004 that I wasn't going to be staying there no more. And then I graduated <laughs> and I had no job. So then by the summertime, I had nowhere to stay. So I had to crash with somebody for the whole four months to the baby. 
You remember that? Absolutely. <laughs> so, but nah, it was real talk. It was it was confusing because you know, when you plan, when, like I'm, in my career, I'm used to planning and, and taking the proper steps. Like, okay, if I want to be here, what are the steps to get there? Yeah. And that was a bump in the road where I thought I had the plan, but the plan didn't come through. So I had to refigure it out. Mm-hmm. And um, again, I had to replan. So, okay, what am I do? So I'm going to crash with a friend, shot the cut. Um, I'm going to plan again. Cause obviously the plan that I had uh, second semester of senior year, it didn't mm-hmm. go through. Right, right. So I had to make another plan. Yeah. So my plan was, okay, stay here, figure it out blow v103 up keep sitting in the mixes stay on the radio in huntsville then start driving back and forth just to you know hey when the job comes available at v103 hey i'm still here you know how to do that oh for a while. give them the background of that grind though because yeah. some people think you just came here you grind and got an opportunity but that happened before you, you was putting in work before you even came to Atlanta. yeah so the thing about it was i had a show on sundays from six to ten on, on in the radio station in huntsville but i had to get in in atlanta so I would travel back and forth every week, three hours, every week. Boom, boom, boom. Three hours there, three hours back. Then, then I talked to you one day, and you was kind of fed up with staying in Huntsville. I was kind of fed up, you know what I'm saying? We probably had mm, combined maybe $300, enough for us to get the U-Haul and drive, pack all our stuff and move. Because <laughs> we know both of our moms lived around the corner from each other. Mm. So we knew, okay, you know what, let's just do it. We do that, but I still got the radio show. Mm-hmm. So I'm broke, but I still got to drive to Huntsville for the radio show because I have to keep the radio going to let the people in Atlanta know that I do this. Right. I've been doing this. And, and I, I always thought you had money, but you was lying because he was like, he's like, he's in the D, he's in, he's popping. I'm like, yo, if got money, he just cheap. No, he always want me to pay for the chicken fingers. No, like, well, yo. look, I had the money, but that summer I lost it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you because know, you got to think, summertime in Huntsville, at that time, you know, the fraternities ain't throwing parties. The, in the main clubs, you know, it's like when college is out, a lot of people go away. And so it wasn't a lot of money that summer. So, if, you know, if I had like, if I remember when I graduated, I had like maybe 3500 four grand just mm-hmm. from DJing. Right. But then, you know, when, by the time August comes, you know, that, that didn't, didn't dwindle. When you're driving back and forth from Atlanta. Oh, for sure. And you're paying your rent to your homie that you stand with, and then just, you know, the grind. So by the time we actually moved, I probably had 400 bucks to my name. So how often, how many trips do you think you took back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, the whole tenure of going to V103? A whole year. Every weekend? Every weekend. Look, check this out. V103 didn't hire me. The AM, WAOK, which is the, the other side of V103, the AM station, they hired me. Mm. And I was doing this show from Monday through Friday, 10, okay, nope, back up. Back it up, back it all the way up. I'm going back and forth. I can't find no job here in Atlanta. And then my brother right here gets a job at a car wash getting $10 an hour. Balling. Balling <laughs> when I couldn't get a job at McDonald's, Waffle House, Burger King. Like, I applied to all these places just to get, you know, as I'm traveling back and forth, I'm like, I need a little a little money to, you know, to fund the, the gas. Mm-hmm. And let's be clear, I still had a little car note with mm-hmm. my mom. You know, my mom helped me out, you know what I'm saying? But she was like, yo, you, you got to chip in. Yeah. And you know, you know what I'm saying? Because it's just me and my mom. Right. So I'm watching you make this money. You know, you, I'm like, Dave, you know, hitting you like, yo, you go in at 7.30, you out by five, $10 an hour every day. I'm like, 
you're richer than me at this point. <laughs> but I got the name, but I ain't got no money. Mm. So while everybody's thinking, oh, infamous, then yeah. But that little year, nah, dead broke. Wow. So that was going on before social media. Be going on before social media. <laughs> social I'm media, about, you could be popping yeah. with no bread. Yeah. But I, I, I was so broke, bro. I used to sit in my mom's house Monday through Saturday. Go to Huntsville on Sunday, come back, sit in my mom's house. It was so bad that my mom, you know, you know my mom's living room is mm -hmm. all white. Remember the white furniture and all mm -hmm. that? Just imagine you got all white furniture and you see a body imprint in that bitch and I didn't even <laughs> sit in that motherfucker. That's how bad it was. But the thing about it is, I don't have a pride, I don't got ego, but at that time I did. I couldn't let, you know I was that fucked up. I couldn't let. Give me the edited version. Oh, I'm sorry. I couldn't let. I couldn't. <laughs> Appreciate it. This ain't the Breakfast Club. We can leave it out. <laughs> I couldn't let. I, I felt like because everybody knew I was getting this big job and everything, and it didn't happen. I was afraid to be like I, I didn't get it. I didn't. It, I, it, it's not. It didn't happen. Mm -hmm. So it was hard for me to. I mean, you kind of knew, but mm -hmm. it was hard for me to let like a lot of my close ones know like, yo, I ain't cracking right now. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And then I mean, I wasn't. The thing about it was I was happy for you because you know you didn't have so many different hustles but you got to you came over here and you got it busy so it made me be like yo I okay so what Waffle House ain't called me back so what Burger King and all these people did you apply at Waffle House and Burger King yeah I did really gee I had no money I had to do something think about it I'm broke Sheesh. but I still got travel back and forth to, you know to uh Huntsville I need something around the like I don't need to drive far to Waffle House down the street I apply Burger King down the street. Like, your job wasn't hiring. I yeah. wanted the $10 at yeah, the Yeah, I tried to put you on. But they, it just didn't happen. So after wow. months and months of being depressed and like, dang, man, I'm really, mom, I need another $100. I got to go to Huntsville. You know, my mom was giving me that $100. Mm -hmm. I always told her I'd pay it back to her. Mm. So media play. They called me back. And how much would you make it per hour? $7. $7 an hour. Guess how many hours a week? It wasn't that many. 20. <laughs> So, $7 hour, grown man. So you take that and then you take it, take the taxes out. I'm, I'm, the $100 my mom was giving me is like, I'm just getting it for myself now at this point. Yo, here's the thing though. I'm glad you didn't have so much pride though because you are coming from a city where you are the man. You are the man in Huntsville. Yes. Right? Huntsville, Alabama, you the man. You rocking every party. Yeah. But you come here and you still are willing to apply at Burger King and get a job at Media Play. So Quietly quietly but you you did it though you yeah. did it though yeah because the thing was man it's like i had a i had a goal my goal was what i did in lansing when i was 18 years old i accomplished that goal hottest team dj had the hottest team club and i'm on the radio get to uh, alabama a m not knocking the college radio station but i wanted the city station mm -hmm. accomplished that clubs accomplished that everything i accomplished everything in those four years i, I just needed the next challenge you know what i'm saying and atlanta was it my mom was here you know, I've been through Freaknik. I, I was here in Atlanta for uh, All-Star Weekend. When I, saw, I, just, I just see what I could become in a major city. And it's like testing yourself. Mm. If you want to say you're going to do it, you got to test yourself. Yeah. When everybody's thinking, like, I'm from a small city, then I travel to another small city to go to school. I need a challenge. Go to the big city. If you want the challenge, you got to go somewhere where it's popping and it's big. And that's exactly what I did. I'm like, yo, I don't care if I'm broke or not. I'm, gonna go, I'm still going to do this. Mm. I sacrificed a lot to do this. You know what I'm saying? So I get the job at Media Play. They tried to fire me like every month. Cause you know, I'm, I, I ain't gonna front. I never, I never really had a nine to five. 
Right. So I didn't know how to report to people and meet quotas. Yeah, you were so like awkward that. in that joint. Too. Wasn't I? <laughs> wasn't I, yo? Like, when you hey, walked yo. in the first time, didn't it just seem weird? Yeah, I got to tell you, like, so if a call, like, I guess they had to meet some kind of, like, media card quota yeah. or something like that. Yeah. You're like, yo, Jerz, I need you to come in here and sign up. <laughs> Sign up for this little membership, man. I'm like, what? I, I don't sell three a week. I'm like, yo, I don't, I don't, I don't buy nothing at media plays. Like, yo, just bro, please. <laughs> I'm like, is this DJ Infamous? This is crazy. So Ooh, I just heard of you on, on the radio. Hold station. on, hold on, we even got the. Yet. <laughs> so I'm doing that, and I'm calling you to help me with the quotas because the lady tried to fire me every week, but my manager was like, I, okay, you know how sometimes you just be feeling down. And you just need to vent to a stranger because they don't know you, but they'll listen. Mm -hmm. That's what I did to my manager. He was just like, yo, what's wrong? I'm like, man, I'm like, I ain't supposed to be here, man. Like, I'm, I'm a dope DJ, man. Like, I, you know what I'm saying? I'm, I ain't even supposed to be working here. It's just, I, I, I just vent. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, he's also like, why are you here? I'm like, because I need money because I got to go to Huntsville every week. I'm like, that's why I tell you, don't book, don't hire, don't have me working on Sundays mm -hmm. because of that. So he was like, oh, okay. So I show him everything that I do in the Huntsville. He's like, now I get it. I was like, but, yo, she be trying to fire me, yo. He's like, you got to meet the quotas. I'm like, I can't, yo, I don't know how to sell. I mean, it's a, it, Media Play was a store that sold CDs, D, media stuff, CDs, DVDs. So I liked the DVD section, the CD section, but they always had me like in toys. <laughs> and then I'll be in music for like a week and, oh, you got to make your quota. I'm like, I'm here for a week. I don't even know where everything's at. <laughs> so bottom line, while I'm doing that, I'm at V103 every other day. No. Then I get the job with um, the AM side. Mm. Then after I got the job with the AM side, it was like, okay, I got one foot in the door. I'm giving them the CD every week of my mixes from Huntsville. Yo, I'm dope, I'm dope, da 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 da. Bet. So one day, I went to go get my check at Media Play. Got that check. It was, I looked at the check and was like, oh my God. Now, <laughs> now I'm at Media Play seven months, eight months at this point. I go get my check at the radio station on the AM side. I'm like, so now no, I'm on 10 to 12, $7 an hour. So $7 an hour here, $7 an hour there. Yes, yeah, it's, it's, it's cool, but it, it ain't you know what I was used to. All right. So then, um, Tasha, oh, you got to go up there every day for $14? Yeah. I was a producer of this talk show. Um, he talked politics for two hours. I'm a DJ and I didn't really blow your brain. No, so look, I'm, I'm running the board, you know, play his intro music, put his mic up, and then he talks politics, and then it's commercials, and I play the commercials, and after that, I pull him back up to talk, then after, you know, I play his drops, and it was like, it was like CNN for two hours for me, and I'm 21 years old, and I'm just like, again, I don't want to be here, but V103 is right next door, it's like I'm, I'm, I'm getting there. Mm -hmm. They already knew me because I interned. Right. But it's just when the hiring process is just wasn't there yet. Right. So, come to get my check at the radio station. Tasha comes down the hallway. Infamous, come here. Tasha, love. Tasha, love. So I say, hey, what's up, Tasha? You know, I used to intern for her, so she was like my sister at that point. But she had, she wasn't in position to just hire me right away, which I understood. You know, I understand protocol when people, mm -hmm. you know, what I'm saying with jobs and stuff like that. So she says, Yo, today's your lucky day. Now, no, this is seven months now, eight months. Now, no, when I say eight months. Is eight months from driving every Sunday to Huntsville for a four-hour show, which that also pays $7. <laughs> I got to work at Media Play, $7. And I'm on the AM side, another $7. The $7 man out yeah, here. Yeah, so 
We're saying seven dollars, but just take the taxes out. <laughs> Feel me? Take them taxes out. Because I know everybody's like, yo, it's a lot of seven dollars. But now when you add it all up, it's like, all right. Such a long way from what we were just talking about exactly. today. Okay. Let's see, this is, oh, okay, we got so, so much content. <laughs> so look, so then after that, right, she says, today I'm going to hire you as a V103 DJ, mixer. So I was like, today? It's like today. Did it feel like Kanye when he was like, yo, you think Rockefeller still? Nah. In my head, real talk, I was, and I didn't tell her this, but she'll probably, if she, when she sees it, she'll probably be like, I didn't know you thought like that. I'm like, it's about damn time. Mm -hmm. In my head, I was like, it's about damn time. You know, I think I interned for V103 in 2004, going into my senior year, driving back and forth, then graduating, driving back and forth, like it was a process. Mm -hmm. I didn't give up. But when she said that, I said, bet. She was like, you start tomorrow. I took my backpack off, I had a mix ready. Because mm -hmm. the thing is, I knew the format and I was just waiting for that time, for that moment. I was already ready. Wow. I did fresh, it's a video I got, I posted on social media, I used your camera. That I'm in my mom's garage practicing. Remember I got that yep, orange shirt yep, on? I got yep, a full head of hair. Yep. And I'm DJing and practicing in the back. You can see my mom's car. Yeah, yeah. Oh, for sure. Remember I remember, that, remember it vividly. That? that was your camera. Remember I know it. It's like, yo, let me borrow your camera. Like, yeah. What? So I always was made sure I kept myself polished in mm -hmm. case. This is the thing. People got to understand. You always want to be ready. You never know what opportunity going to happen. And I'm, not kinda, I'm the kind of person where I'm like, yo, I never know when somebody's going to be like, you, let's go. Do I want to be like, oh. Or do I be like, bam, let's go, I'm ready. Right. You know what I'm saying? So that happened. But here's the thing. Just because I got hired at the radio station doesn't mean I could quit the other jobs. Mm -hmm. I still had to do the other jobs. A lot of people think there's a lot of money in radio. It is, but at when, when the position I had, it was $7. <laughs> <laughs> it was another $7. Oh, so even when Tasha hired you, it was $7 just on a bigger For the station. mix. Gotcha. So $7 the hour on the mix side. Right. So I had two, they gave me two slots, nine to 10, which I've been with Greg Street 13 years now. Wow. So, but, here, but here's the thing years. though, here's the thing. You would think that when I'm on, I, I tell you, Dave, I got on the radio, you like, oh, I bet. You would think, oh, I could quit the jobs. I could, you know, nah, I'm still at media play. Wow. I'm still at media play. Wow. I used to go to work. It'd be like 8.45, stores closing, 9 o'clock, coming up next live on the mix, DJ Infamous, let's go, Infamous. And you'd hear my mix as I'm sweeping in my right. <laughs> And my coworkers would be like, yo, this dude, this new dude jamming, and this new dude, and I'm just like, yeah, sweeping. Crazy. Putting up, you know, uh, I had to put CDs alphabetically in DVDs, uh, which took forever, so I'd really be there to like 10, 30, 11. Mm -hmm. But I'm listening, I'm listening, for that hour, I'm listening to my mix. And I'm like, Crazy. Dang, I, I killed that. Sweeping. They're like, yo, who is this new dude? Like, I don't know. My pride. I don't, I, you can't know that's me. Right. You didn't reveal your identity? Never. <laughs> My manager knew uh -huh. because I told him, like, yo, he was like, so what you going to I'm like, ain't paying me up that much. Nah, I've still got to be here. Yeah. So I kept doing it. Now, I did let go of the Huntsville gig mm -hmm. because now I'm like, okay, now it's hard for me. To, I, I got a lot on my plate now. It's like two. It's two. It's a lot. Mm. Even though I ain't making a lot of money, but it's just a lot to do. 
pre-record my mix shows for VM3 because at the time we wasn't live. Mm-hmm. Work at Media Play and go to Huntsville for one day and make it. Oh, let me tell you this. When I went to Huntsville, I do my show six to ten Sunday, leave either that night or leave at five in the morning the next morning to make it to V103 in Atlanta by 10 a.m. Mm. My man went live at 10 a.m. So I really technically had to be there by 9.15 to show prep, to know what he's going to talk about, know what guests he's going to have. Wow. So just imagine traffic between going to two cities. Sometimes I'd be like, yeah, I'm tired. I can't. It's 10 o'clock. I don't even want to go to Atlanta right now. I just wait till the morning. Got to wake up super early mm-hmm. to drive through two cities of traffic to get to V103 downtown Atlanta by 9.15. I used to, right. by the time I pulled really? up, I'd be stressed. I'd be like, yo, I'm tired. I'm, I don't want to be here. Then I got to go home and pre-record some mixes. Then I got to be at media play. It was a lot. So I had to cut the Huntsville thing up mm-hmm. and let it go. And then um, I'm going to tell you what happened. My name's, I didn't, I didn't quit the media play gig. I told my man, like, I need a little more time. Now that I'm here, I got to conquer the clubs. Mm-hmm. One of my homies that um, we went to school with, my man Lawrence, he was a capper. He told one of his, you know, college parties partners, he's like, yo, infamous, you know, he, he used my dude from A&M. He did all, all right. the capital parties. And he connected me. So now I got a club. Which one was that? Was it Fluid? Fluid. Fluid. Yeah. I remember Fluid. Yep. So yeah, now, old days. Fluid, I'm DJing from 10 o'clock to 3, 4 in the morning, but I'm getting 250 mm. for one night. So now I'm like, okay. Because <laughs> you got to think. Like, I'm so used to the $7, and I ain't got, a, you know, a lot of money from DJing in so long because of the change right. that the 250 was like, oh, okay. Like hey. two weeks of work. Yeah, like, okay. <laughs> so then I'm like, I got to get hot, yo. Scorching hot. I got to get hot. So I'm grinding. I'm out every night, yo. My wardrobe was Walmart's, Hanes, black tea, white tea, or blue tea. I had a chain from, you know, in the middle of the mall. Oh, man. I had a, remember the little, All little, too well. little gold, little chain. It didn't have no clothes. You know, no clothes wasn't, you know, we, we thugged it, but you still was making tees. And Yo, here's the thing. It wasn't even wearing, like, the, you know, like, the white, you know, your boy was, like, the white tee connect. They had, like, the thick quality white tees back then. Yeah. My man, if, was getting the six packs. Yes. Throwing them on. <clears throat> throwing them on. So then I'm like, okay. I got to get it. Now, this was a time where, you know, I'm the kind of person where I like to introduce myself when nobody knows me like that. I try to do that with a lot of DJs. And at that time, I don't know what it was, but a lot of them wasn't trying to really. This was my approach. You know I'm on the radio because I'm on the radio now. Mm -hmm. How you doing something, man? My man, I'm DJ Infamous. How you doing? What's your name? Brother. Cool. Yo, where you spin at? Oh, where? I'm going to come check you out. Yo, can we change numbers? Like, just regular? Mm -hmm. And a lot of them weren't receptive to that. I don't know if it, at that time, it was the crunk era. So this, I don't know if that time it was like, everybody was kind of like, get this young dude out of here. Was there anybody that like fleed you that you cool with now? That you can say it like, yo, you played me when I was a younger. It's about eight of them. Really? Yeah. Are y'all cool now? All of them. Who is it? So, so tell me some people like that. No, cool. All that of little man you. My man DJ Cowboy, little man. Me. That's my man. <laughs> no, he's my man, but he little man me right. back then. You know what I'm saying? And, I didn't take it no way because at the end of the day, when you do that, it's like, he don't know me. Right. And you, who are you? Like, and who am I? Yeah. But, well, no, okay, I'll take that back. He little man me 
when I was an intern. Right. Now, when I got on, things shifted. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I guess when I'm young, I'm like, okay, let me get all y'all back. Mm-hmm. But as I get older, it's one of those things where it's like, yo, yeah, you don't know me. Right. What, what, what are you supposed to do? You ain't really proved yourself. I ain't really so, proved yeah. myself yet. But I just felt like if I'm, if I'm, you see me all the time, I'm in mm-hmm. the station, I tell you I'm at, I'm the man <laughs> somewhere else already. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? But the thing about it was, right, you know, that's like somebody coming from high school, coming to college, like, yo, I was the man in high school. Exactly. Like, so like, so, I, I, so I, I kind of took it the wrong way because right. I was younger. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But uh, everybody that kind of sunned me back then, of course, I got, I was cool with them second year. Yeah. I mean, you couldn't deny it. Mm-hmm. So I'm a good dude. I don't hold grudges. I'm a good dude. Right. People make mistakes. You know what I'm saying? Some people judge people and stuff like that. And I, be being a DJ, you got to be a people person. You got to know people. You got to read people. You and you've little man somebody before. You come, you the, yo, Amp, what's up, man? Here's my mix. And you're like, all right, bro. Like, uh, a DJ? I'm sure, I'm sure of it. I'm sure of it. Because as you get hot, you, there's always like that next generation that's coming up, like trying to hit you like, yo, yo, yo. And you're like, all right. I mean, you just get tired of it. Like, yo, okay. Like. Like, do some work first. Do, do what I did. No, you know what I do? I don't little man nobody. I just say, show me to where I need to rock with you. I, right. I, keep, I just say stuff like that. I mean, you got to understand, this was a t- it was a different time. And I get it. Mm-hmm. I get what time it was. Because when I got on, I didn't little man nobody, but I just was like, okay, yeah. Youngest one crap. Like, I had this, you know, back in the 2005 era, man, that was a real era, man. That was Visions. a real time. Oh. Visions. So let me tell you. I'm in uh, media play, and I'm just like, yo, this is crazy. I get a call. Um, we just started live broadcast from Visions, and my PD says, yo, Frank Ski, who's like, who does the morning show, and he DJs, and his you know, Friday nights at Visions was his night, mm-hmm. grown and sexy. He's mm-hmm. like, yo, Frank, no, not Frank. You can turn it off, Sha. You can turn that one off. Not Frank. Matter of fact, let me turn this one off. Hold on, hold on. Yeah. Let me turn this one off. Keep that one on, Sha. Let me turn that one off. This one's right off the wall. Huh? Uh, yeah, that's cool. 71. Go ahead. So, so here's the thing. He said, um... We good on time? At the time... Okay. All right, at the time, we start, just started live broadcast from the clubs on the radio. Cowboy open. Frank Ski closed. He calls me and says, yo, now, no, I only got fluid. Still at media play. Right. Still got my two hours on the radio. Right. Monday and Tuesday, nine to ten. He says, "Yo, cowboy, you know, couldn't can't do the gig this Friday. Do you want to take a stab at it?" I say, "Heck, shit." <laughs> so he had somebody talk for me because at the time, you know, I ain't talk like that. Remember? Yeah, like yeah, I, no talk. Yeah, game. I had no talk game like that. You know what I'm <laughs> saying? So I say bet, but my mix game was impeccable. Right. So I say bet. And murdered. It was a big party too, but it was one of them parties where the club live broadcast starts at ten. The doors open at nine thirty, but the club's packed by eleven. It was mm-hmm. one of them. Yeah. You know how that is. You know what I'm saying? Killed. I ain't played not one hit record. I played all because you know Frank Ski's coming up next. Right. I don't want to play the stuff he's gonna play. Then right. we sound crazy. Body. Um. He t- he sends he says to my. My PD was like, yo, how did Infamous do? Like the next day? Mm-hmm. He was like, yo, I ain't gonna front. He emailed him and said, yo, 
the hardest thing to do was to come after a young DJ that was hungry. He was like, infamous killed that. <laughs> like, he was like, it was something like that. Right. Right? So that put a, and Frank's, see, this is the thing. A lot of DJs wouldn't, like, admit stuff like that. Mm -hmm. But what, when Frank said that to my PD, my, it, I, I'm, I don't know, but I'm pretty sure it raised the eyebrow. Like, really? Yeah. And he opened, and he killed it like that? Yeah. So it was like, okay. Was that, was that the turning point in your career? Nah. This was the turning point. I do another, I do it again. But this time, I don't have nobody hosting for me. Mm -hmm. So my PD, my program director says, yo, you're going to have to talk and mix live on the radio. So I'm nervous. I'm super <laughs> nervous at this point because I'm like, okay, I got to talk and do it together. Right. And a million, millions of people listening to me. I'm like, oh, man, there's no social media. Mm -hmm. So there was no Spotify. There was no Apple Music. This was, radio was it. If you either had the CD yeah. or radio. Yeah. So I, I, I do it. My talk was sucked. <laughs> my PD had to come from the radio station down the street to talk for me, which was embarrassing. Really? Yeah, I was because I was stuck. I, I didn't have it together. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I didn't have it together. But my mixing was on point. Right. <laughs> Bring it back to the but my mixing. I remember one time I called him in Huntsville. Calm down. Damn. <laughs> Calm down. I remember that. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, like, tell him to calm down. Real talk, like I wouldn't. You don't blow your load, Cal. Let me tell you what it is. That was the opportunity. Now the DJ opportunity always ready, but the talking opportunity, I wasn't prepared. Mm -hmm. So it was like, eh, but he can't talk. But he don't mix it. But he can't talk. So then, I had to learn it. I had to practice that. I'd be in the mirror at home. Yeah, you know what it is, your boy DJ Infamous, youngest in charge. Like I had to practice that. Mm -hmm. Now speed up a little bit. Here's the turning point. I'm still at media play. They, but they still don't know I'm the, I'm the new guy. Right. They're, they're listening to all the time. They don't know. A couple months went by. They still don't. I'm not saying. I told the manager, I'm like, do not tell none of these cats. Because it just doesn't look right. Because <laughs> I wouldn't think that a radio person had a nine to five somewhere else. Right. I mean, back in the days, you, just, you know, you didn't know. Right, right. Sometimes you don't even know what they look like. So I'm driving. And um, I got fluid. And I, you know, I do a couple parties here and there, but I'm still, I'm still living in my mom's house, mm -hmm. stacking my bread, whatever I can stack. So I'm driving past um, Phillips Arena. I'm going to uh, pick this chick up to go get some food and chill. And then Alex called me. So apparently Alex, you know, his industry night was on Tuesdays. Mm -hmm. And uh, he had two of the you know, hottest DJs at the time, but he fired them. Mm. So he says to me, from the story I heard from somebody else that was with him was like he needed to, he didn't want to mess with no DJ. Like the, the DJs he fired at that point pissed him off. So he didn't want to deal with no kind of like DJs with a name name. Right. So they was like, who's hot, but they ain't got no name, but can rock this thing. And you know, a couple of people was like, yo, get the new guy. Right. So he called my phone, was like, yo. I'm like, what's up, Al? Cause you know, I, I worked with him at that point a couple mm -hmm. times. He's like, I'm like, yo, he's like, yo, what you doing um, next Tuesday? I know this is Friday. I'm like, nah, chill. Probably working, working at the radio station. Mm -hmm. Actually, I'm, I gotta work at Media Play. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, <laughs> so he's like, nothing chilling. He was like, yo, um, I need you to DJ uh, Jeezy's party. Now, no, let me. This give you, is that era. Yeah, let me give you this. 
Jeezy put out a Trapper Die mixtape that had the streets going crazy. Jeezy owned the city. He owned, he owned every trap everywhere. His first album release party, his first album was a super big deal. Now, no, here's the thing. Let me set this up for you. It's Jeezy's album release party at Visions, hosted by Usher. This is the same year Usher Move. sold 10 million records off Confessions. BMF is still out. Mm-hmm. They, it's like it's, it's still going on. Right. Like everything that you know, people didn't see, it's still going on. It's at still this happening. Yeah, this is the BMF era. It's still cracking, and it's all all black party. And the world is coming. The world mm. is coming. I knew what this was when he said that. I had to pull over. Now I said, "What?" He was like, "Yo, I need you this party." I was like, "Bet." I'm I'm thinking open. I was like, what time I get there? 9 30? He's like, nah. I need you to start DJing at 10 30. I was like, all right, cool. What time I get off? Like 12 30? Nah. Close. <laughs> I was like, who's DJing with me? He's like, nobody. Just you. I was like, who's gonna play the music? He's like, Gazelle. Now Gazelle, you remember Gazelle? Shout out to Gazelle. Shout out man. to Gazelle. Gazelle ran he the He actually lights. got me in a store too. Like he got my clothes in a store too. Yeah. Shout out to Gazelle. Yo, yeah. Shout out to Gazelle. Gazelle, he did everything. He opened. DJ'd, ran the lights, sound, he did everything. Gazelle was, you know, shout out to Gazelle. Every time I see Gazelle, I love seeing Gazelle. He, yeah. he helped me down. He's a good dude. He yeah. looked at me with Junior in the store. Yeah. yeah, man. So, you know, now at this point, I'm having this conversation with him and I'm sweating, like of, of nervousness <laughs> in it already. I'm nervous and he's like, yo, but here's the thing though. He's like, I got a lot riding on this party. I got everybody coming. Everything's already sold out. He says, you know, he, let, he lets me know everything. He's like, yo, don't F this up for me. Mm-hmm. I was like, yo, Al, I got you. I got you, man. He was like, yo, 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 no, 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 no. You ain't did nothing like this. You ain't didn't, like, you, you, you know, you out here doing your thing. He's like, everybody know you hot with you. He's like, but you ain't did this. <sighs> and so my heart's beating fast to where I'm like, Yo, this is the opportunity you've been waiting for. Why are you sweating and nervous? This is what you've been asking for. This is the spotlight. This is, this is the party that can either break me, make me or break me. Yeah. But when you run it in your head, it's like, yo, I'll be up there, I'll say this. But when, when you get the opportunity, it's still a shock factor. Like, oh, shoot. Dog, you know what? It, it, I couldn't sleep that whole weekend. Wow. I couldn't do nothing. <laughs> I stood the chick up. <laughs> I stood the chick I had to go pick up. I st- right. She's like, oh, where you at? I'm like, I got, I'm, I got something else to deal with right now. Right. She thought it was like something wrong. I'm like, nah, I got to focus on this party. Like, and it's all black. You know, I ain't had no bread like that. You know what I did? Black tea? Guess where, guess where store I went to? What? Went to Walmart. <laughs> got fresh? That Friday. No, that next day. Went to Walmart. I need the crispiest black tea. Okay. <laughs> Oh, so you ain't get the pack, you got the one that's hanging on the racks. Yeah, like, the ooh, one that's hanging on the rack. I need with the, the sweat, moisture resistant. Yeah. <laughs> I need the crispiest black jeans. And then um, I think I went to Foot Locker and got me some like black Adidas, mm-hmm. all black Adidas or something like that. And then, um, you know, I still have my little gold chain from the middle of the mall. And then I had neck a black, ain't, neck I, ain't green yeah. yet. And I had a, I had a, no, it's only green if you really sweat heavy and, <laughs> and you rock it over and over. So, I, you so my sparingly. thing was, no, I'm gonna tell you, my thing was this: when I'm DJing and I felt like the hit hot and sweat, take it right off, <laughs> put it in my pocket, because the picture man already came through. I'm already in my groove. I don't need it no more. 
Ah, hilarious. So, that's funny though. You ain't got clothes the next day, so you could lay your clothes out like it was the first day of school. I, I mean, gee, I was like, real talk. I was preparing everything. I was looking at all my seat. At the time, we was on CDs. I just went from turntables, records, to crossing them over to CDs. So mm -hmm. I had to make sure I had all the records, everything. I'm just like preparing. You know, my mom be like, "Yo, would you? I got a big party on Tuesday, my mom. This could make me or break me." Now, no, I'm still at media play. Mm. Let's fast forward. It's party time. All day. Handshaking. All day. I'm talking about from the time I woke up, the time I went to um work I went to work at Media Play. Really? I went to I went to um Media Play, played my mix, had my black went from media play, changed clothes, went my all black. Hey, you going to the all black party? Yeah, I'm about to go over there, you know what I'm saying? Mess around. I'm mm. DJing. Get to, get to the club. Uh, one of my homegirls was like, Infamous, what is wrong? I'm like, yo, this hand can't stop shaking. They're like, you nervous? I'm like, hell yeah. I'm like, I ain't never DJ no big ass party wow. like that. Sorry, no big A party like this. <laughs> I appreciate it. You know what I'm saying? And she was like, take a shot. So she gave me a shot of Grey Goose. And then she's like, take another shot. Because <laughs> she was a bartender. Mm -hmm. I took five shots before they opened the doors. Really? And then by the time the doors opened and I seen like how the spill of people was coming in, I took another one. So now I'm like low key buzzed mm -hmm. to, to calm my nerves. Yeah. Like I was really nervous. So I, I, I went like this. I stopped. I started playing some music. And I was like, yo, infamous. Stop with this nervous stuff and do what they I'm like, yo, if you, you wasn't ready, you wouldn't have got the phone call. If you wasn't ready. You wouldn't got the fall to the mix on V103. If you wasn't ready, you wouldn't have sacrificed all that driving. And it, it, it was just happening in my head. I'm like, yo, I didn't drove a lot of miles back and forth from Huntsville, Atlanta for this moment right here. I'm not about to blow this. Yeah. So then my 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 confidence start, you know, I'm like, yo. Great, you man. start kicking in. Yeah, I'm like, yo. <laughs> yeah, the juice starts kicking in. And I'm like, yo, man, he called me. He could have called anybody outside of Atlanta, any he called me. Go, man. What? Forget all that. Let's go. Now, no, start at 10.30 or something like that. The club is packed by 11.15. Packed. Wall to wall. So if you know you in a club, when the club is packed, it's kind of like go time. Mm -hmm. It's like how many records can you save that are right, hot right. at this point? So you got to go. But here's the thing. I was like, okay, let me, let me just, let me separate. Like, you know, I'll go here. You know, I go up top, play a couple hits, play some B hits, but they're cracking in the clubs. Like, I'm, I'm mapping it out. Mm. Jeezy walks in. It's like, oh, oh here goes Showtime. <laughs> Give and me I a shot, bartender, quick. And then I see BMF, and I see Big Meech, and I see Ludacris, and I see just everybody you could think of just, just coming in through the back door. The way the DJ wow. booth set up, I could look over everybody. Club is wall-to-wall -wall packed. Jeezy and them getting their bottles, like a hundred bottles to the state section, that whole side of the club. <clears throat> so then security says, yo, where's Usher's section? I was like, oh, it's right there. Now, no, club is too packed. Usher couldn't even get to his section. Wow. Guess what he had to do? The DJ booth. Had to. That was the only place he wow. could come to. Now, the DJ booth at the time was maybe, maybe these chairs, maybe it's like four of these chairs. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, they didn't tell me that. Mm -hmm. All of a sudden, it was like, dum, 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 dum. 
So I'm rocking. I'm talking about I got this thing. My confidence is all the way up now. I'm like, yes. And I ain't even made nobody perform yet or nothing. I'm yeah. just rocking the party. Everybody's wilding. So boom, 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 boom. I'm like, yo, who that? Yo, it better be somebody. If it ain't Alex, I'm like, yo, who messing my setup? Like, right. doom, 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 doom. Open the door. Gazelle opens the door. It's Usher. So I say, what up? <laughs> he was like, yeah, man. Uh, man, it was too crazy because my DJ booth, but you know, I'm hosting tonight. So um, the only place we could come is, you know, right here. I'm like, yo, what you want to do? So now, this is Ooh, now put this your is, chain back on. Like, so this is where this is where the pictures moment, are coming. Put right. your chain back on. No, 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 look, look. I didn't take it off that night. <laughs> the neck could have turned that night, but I wouldn't have cared. I ain't know. So the picture dude that came through. So I'm really like, at the time was was Prince there? ATL pics? I can't remember. It was he was? I think he was. It was a couple photographies in there. So I was like, yo, DJ Boo, da da da. So Usher's like, so yeah, man. So. Uh, so where's the microphone? What do you want? I'm like, whoa, 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 my usher, you just ain't about to just no, nah, no, nah, like, let's now, now, no, I'm setting up a movie. Hold on, did you, did you deny usher the mic? The same yeah. nervous kick, hands stop shaking. Now you like usher, chill, calm down. I got this, man. Yeah, because it, the, the way he was sounding about, like, what he, how he was about to you know, host the party, mm -hmm. I, I felt like that wasn't the way to do it. <laughs> Where he get all this confidence from, Sean? Nah, real talk, it's like. <laughs> Now, no, I was like, I was like, nah, we ain't doing that. Let's not do that. He was like, what, what, what do you want to do? I was like, yo. <laughs> Does he talk? No, nah, he, he, I mean, he talks, you know. That's my man, you know what I'm saying? He's like, what do you want to do? I was like, yo. I'm like, yo, let's do this. Because you got to understand, this is opportunity. And I'm thinking to myself, like, okay, if you just be a regular DJ, you know, you got you to gotta separate yourself. One, I was skinny. Young, younger than everybody, mm -hmm. so my energy level has to be high. Right. You know, I'm 21 and all the popping DJs is 30 something. Right. I gotta be different. So in my head, like that quick, I was like, yo, this is what we gonna do. Cause nobody expects you to be here. They all expect you to be over there. So what we gonna do is, I mean, you see this crate erect? I mean, this, this, uh, it was like a, like a, a case, like a turntable case that was closed. I'm like, you see this? What you do is you stand on top of here I'm going to stop the music and say something to make everybody look this way. Gazelle, you, when I do that, you put the spotlight on us, and then we stop the music, and then I'm going to have, like, two of your records. You know, I'm like, no, don't perform, but just, like, let's just tease them. Like, like, like you know, uh, what's that record? He got bad, girl. Right. So I'm like, let me tease them, and we just going to play with them. Let's set it. You know what I'm saying? This podcast is sponsored by Great Goose. Okay. You see what you see what your shots do to this man? I'm talking about shaking hand, cutting dates. Now you're like, yo, Usher, I got this master player, fam. Just just follow my lead. Cause now it's one o'clock. It's like 115. Mm -hmm. So I got like I got enough time. And Jeezy, I ain't played nothing off the album yet. Mm -hmm. He's just been drinking, kicking it. I'm watching him. Cause you know sometimes you gotta watch the crew to see when that call for their microphone. So I'm like so he was like, okay, what are you gonna say for my cue? I was like, uh, I don't know, just, 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 just <laughs> I don't know. I didn't really know. I really, I'm like, damn, he, he really is like following my lead on this. Right. And, and, and yes, some of the liquor, but, I'm, but at the same time, I'm thinking, I'm like, right. if I don't do it now, I'm gonna miss this opportunity. I don't know if I'm gonna have this opportunity again. Yeah. I never met Usher in my life. Yeah. He just sold 10 million records. He's the biggest artist on the planet. 
And he's, we, we talking back and forth. So that was a moment for me already. Yeah. So he stands up there. So a couple chicks see him. They're like, oh my gosh. I'm like, okay, I got to do now. So I was like, I'm like, what am I saying? What am I saying? What am I saying? I stopped the music. Oh, ish, it's Usher. He in the DJ. What, Usher, what you doing? Like something like that. Mm. And then everybody just stopped him. So everybody looked. They like, I'm talking about, I felt the screams of women, like, like the wind. It was like, I just all breath. Just, <laughs> ah, it was just like, you know what I'm saying? And he's like, yeah, man. So he stands up and just, I'm talking about, now I'm like, yeah. Ooh. Cameras, action. everything, every action. He's like, yeah. He's like, Jeezy. He's like, I couldn't get to the section. So I'm like, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, ir, 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 ir. I pull the record back. Everybody's like, oh. <laughs> and he was like, what's your name again? I was like, infamous. DJ infamous. I am famous. I am famous. Because no, here's the thing. I only said my name twice because I didn't want to miss the party up. I was, you know, DJ, like, I, I didn't know how to implement it within the talking at that point. Right. I'm, you know, I came from DJing from house music and then I didn't have to, I always felt like I could DJ a dope party without having to say nothing. That's mm -hmm. how I came in. I, in high school, I used to say stuff, college, I used to say stuff, but this was a big stage, man. This is right. a whole different level. So we played, we, I, me and Usher do our thing. Now, at this point, Alex didn't, shout out to Alex, man. He's just smart. At this point, Alex didn't made, <laughs> check this out. Alex go gets barricades from outside and makes a way for Usher to get to his section with the barricades. He made like a little, little lane? Like, security's coming in with barricades, move and put people back, and they put barricades from oh, the man, DJ part booth. Of the African-American scene? Look, the DJ booth is up here. This is the crowd. <laughs> the section's over here. He makes a barricade for him to, even when the barricade came, it was like, the fans didn't care. They was like trying to grab right. it. Like it was, it was crazy. Right. So we make the movie. So then I get the, I don't know which one of Jeezy's people it was. I just saw somebody do like this that was next to him. So I'm like, oh, bet. And I know we made this movie with Usher. I'm talking mm -hmm. about killed it. Mm -hmm. Killed it. I'm like, yes. Heck yeah. Cha-ching. Got to get the mic to Jeezy. How the hell am I going to do that? <laughs> I should barely got to me. So, me and Gazelle like, yo, how are we going to do this? Gazelle was like, oh my God. It's so important that black voices are represented in black media for so many different reasons. And the next generation of black uh, voices and influencers from black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's black voices are as distinct, varied, and nuanced as the black experience itself. In the Black Stories, Black Truths collections, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and creating world-shifting things out of struggle. And every episode is a living account about what it means to be black today, told from a unique black perspective. From Bobby Smyrta to The Wire, Michelle Obama to Reparations, there's no limit to the range of black stories, black truths. I listen and I'm enjoying these conversations that are for us, by us. Black representation, again, it hasn't always been uh, shared from our perspective. And black perspectives haven't been censored in the telling of America's story. 
Now they are the story. In NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, you'll find a collection of some of NPR's best podcast episodes celebrating the black experience. Here are a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcasts that center black voices. It's NPR. Noir. Turn on NPR today and hear a range of voices as very nuanced and black as the country we reflect. Stories should never be about us without us. Listen to the Black Stories, Black Truths on NPR, wherever you get podcasts. All right, let's do some quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you can keep. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headache, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform and one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required, access from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. It just makes sense. You improve efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit from NetSuite? I know you see it. Listen to me. If you have everything scattered in business, you cannot grow. And everything is more expensive when you have more and more processes layered on top of each other, more and more softwares. You got to get out of that. And it, it will improve efficiency and cut costs. By popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. Head to NetSuite.com slash social proof. That's NetSuite.com slash social proof. NetSuite.com slash social proof. Saving money when you start your next project today at Menards. Check out our great selection of garage and utility lighting options. In stock, ready to take home today. We carry everything to help you illuminate whatever project you're working on. Shop garage and utility lighting products in store at your nearest Menards. You can also view all of our entire selection of lighting options today on Menards.com. Save big money at Menards. If was, I'm going to get it to him. I'm like, Gazelle, you weigh about 100 pounds. <laughs> Ain't no way you getting through that. Pack. He's like, nah, I'm going to do it. I'm getting, I'm getting through. I'm going to do it. So Gazelle, being smart like Gazelle is, he flags, he flashes like four security guards, mm -hmm. and they got him all the way through to get the mic to Jeezy and brought him all the way back, like wow. moving out the way. People thought it was a superstar or something coming Jeezy through. came back to the booth or he no, just got him to the mic? Oh, he got Gazelle back. Okay, got No, you, got four you. security guards came, got Gazelle, they gazelle got in the middle. Mm -hmm. Security's moving people out the way, like move, move, move. You know, when you look at it, it's like, yo, who's that coming through? Is that Diddy? Who's that? It's just gazelle. It's gazelle. The mic. <laughs> it was that gazelle important. With the mic. So yeah. now, Jeezy get the mic. Yo, DJ, hold up. And then that's when the movie starts. He don't even know who DJing. Jeezy did not even know who was DJing his own party. Mm. He says, DJ, hold on, man. Starts talking, you know. Yeah, it's your boy Young. Da, 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 I don't need no streets. He talks this thing. And something just told me to be like, okay, do we want to play the banger, banger first? 
or do you want to play something like an intro to everybody? Oh, you know what? Trap or Die mixtape, let's go there. Mm -hmm. Like, some of the Trap or Die mixtape records made the album, but right. some didn't. The ones that didn't, let's start there. Oh, let's get the streets. Let's get, let's start there. Yeah, the real fans. The re let's start right there. Yeah. And it went, and we went again. But then we get to the album. He's like, DJ, it's my album release party. Nigga, what, what, what the hell you got? <laughs> Everybody lost it. If you know that bottom of the map, it's Sean yeah. Jizzle from the bottom. That the beginning, that. Nice. Everybody's like, so it was like, at that point, it's like I became, in my head, I'm like, this is what Infamous does right here. Yeah. Right here. This is Infamous. This is me. This is, I, I set it up. Now he's performing. Now we seven. Now we seven songs in. Now we eight. Now we eight records in. Yeah. Now the club's about to close. And he says, "You know, I'm like this is a gangster party." So I started playing gangster records after mm -hmm. he played the album, made mm -hmm. a movie with him, everything. Play Easy E, Boys in the Hood. I played. I played. Okay, this is 2005, right? So in my head. You know, there's gang members in the club. So I'm thinking <laughs> gang records right. or like what gangsters would like. Uh, Snoop. Like I'm playing like, you know, gangster party mm -hmm. records. Right. So they love Jesus, Jesus. You know, they throw, everybody throwing their gang signs and stuff. I'm like, there's bottles of Cristal everywhere. Cats throwing money and it's all black. There's 5,000 people in this club packed. Rocking. I'm feeling good. I'm like, oh, man. So I ended with Jeezy's... Uh, um, um, I'm gonna tear this, I'm gonna tear this, you know, cat up with Lloyd. It's on mm -hmm. his album. It's like a slow record. Right. So Alex was like, "Yo, it's like 3:30 at this point, man." He's like, "Yo, now we got, we gotta wrap up now." I'm like, "All right, bet." So I say, Pew. "I'm like, yeah, yeah, you know, saying thank y'all for coming." And at this point, it just started flowing. Yeah, thanks y'all for, yeah, Jeezy. Yo, DJ, what you doing? What you turning? The lights coming on. He's like, "Yo, what you turning music on for, off for?" He still had the mic. Right. I'm like, yo, you know, AG the owner said, you know, you got shut down. You know what I'm saying? He was like, who? <laughs> I'm like, AG the owner. And I don't think he understood what I said because he knew Alex before me. You know, he mm -hmm. knows he has a relationship. He was like, man, F the owner. Put that man, put that put that joint back on. So I'm thinking to myself, okay. What do I do? Now, backstory. I'm back in the car on the side of Phillips Arena when Alex said, I need you to do this party. Mm -hmm. He says to me, yo, I really need you to rock this. So I'm like, I got you, Alex. He's like, you know what, forget this. I'm going to tell you what. You rock this party, I give you every club I got. Mm. Every night. Mm. I was like, the industry night? He's like, I give you a Tuesday night. I give you the night with Frank Ski. You know, DJ after Frank Ski, because after the broadcast, Frank Ski mm. got off, and then there was still an hour left in the club. I give you that. I give you this club. I, I, it, was like five, it was like four or five clubs. And note, Alex was the highest paying person and promoter at the time. Yeah. So when he said that, I already calculated $2,500 a week. Easy. 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 I'm th he's like, but if you, if, you, if you F this up for me, you're done, man. You'll never work in this town again. I, I can't. He's like, he's like, he's like, you ain't gonna work for me. Right. And that, you know, Alex AG Entertainment was like, that's where you want to get to. Yeah. That's like, that's it. Yeah. Every anybody come through there, Jay Z, Diddy, every anybody come through there, they they 
Alex is bringing them. Yeah. So I wanted that. So he put the dilemma on me. It's if I rock it, I get everything. If I don't rock it, right. I'm screwed. I mean, I, I, I mean, I'm not screwed, but I, I won't be DJing for him. Yeah. So Friday, lay the outfit out. Over the weekend, make sure I got the records. Do what I gotta do at media play. No, no, let's fast forward. Now, club's over with. I played the record for Jeezy. Cause I'm thinking to myself, there's too many goons over there. There's <laughs> a bunch of goons. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's I a want lot. the bread, but my well-being. Yeah, I'm, I'm new important. out here. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so then I say, I'll come in, yo, 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 man, yo, yo. I'm like, like, yo, man, I I got you. Started laying the music down. At that point, you know, somebody took the mic from him. Mm -hmm. he, they all getting ready to go. Bet. Everybody it took it took an hour for everybody to really get out. So I still, I, you know, I'm the kind of person where if I can't get out before the crowd, I got to wait till everybody leave. I'm mm -hmm. just like that. So everybody leave. Everybody, like, yo, you count that. Yeah, I'm getting, you know, the bartenders, the waitresses, the people that had the bottle. Everybody's mm. giving me kudos. So then I'm like, yo, I want to go get my, my, my money for the night. So I went to the back room, which I never really go to. But I was like, yo, where Alex? He's like, in the back room. Cool. Walking in, like, oh, it was counting the money. Mm. I was like, oh, my bad guy. She's like, nah, come here. So Jeezy's manager at the time, Kinky B, shout out to Kinky B. He was like, yo, man, whoever this dude is, you need to keep him. Mm. Coach K also worked with, uh, that was Jeezy's manager at the time. Mm -hmm. uh, no, Kinky was partners with Jeezy on the label and then Coach K, which is with the Migos and QC now, mm -hmm. was managing him. So he was like, yo, man, this little kid right here, Killed that. Here's the thing. Neither one of them knew my name. It's like, yo, <laughs> this dude. That guy. So Alex is like, yeah, he did a hike. He's like, nah. <laughs> you know, Alex is, you know, he's one of the, you know, he's like, yeah, he, he, he killed it. He killed it. And so I was like, he's like, yo, you get your check on, you get your check next week. Like for the night? He's like, yeah. I'm like, cool. I was like, oh, you mean for me to come back Tuesday to get it? He's like, yeah. And Thursday and Friday at this club and Saturday at that club and Sunday at this club. I'm like, wow. so I'm like, all right, bet. I'll, I'll see you next week. I walk hey, out. Cool. <laughs> walk out was about four. Did you cry in the car? Nah, no, I ain't crying. But I ain't gonna lie, yo. I sat there for about 15, 20 minutes. Mm -hmm. It was just like, I ain't going back to media play. I didn't say nothing else. That was it. In my head, I was thinking like. I was thinking about what I just did, what he just said, and I was like, next, I know this is Tuesday, so I don't start work till the next Tuesday for all the clubs. Mm -hmm. In my head, I'm like, this is it. Wow. Now, I know I had no real confirmation except for his word. I had to take that, and I didn't go to media play and be like, I'm not coming back or mm -hmm. I'm not working. I just didn't go back. Yeah, like you ain't call him and let him know or? Nah. <laughs> nah. So when my manager that's always kept me there, I felt bad because it went two weeks and he used to blow my phone up. I mean, hit me like, oh yeah. And I, used to, and I never, cause I, at that time I was like, damn, I, I forgot to inform him. Cause he was mm -hmm. like, yo, he held me down. Yeah. But I forgot and I was like, damn, I'm looking like a sucker. And I'm like, damn, I was like, mm, nah. But then he was like, oh, and, you ain't like that. Yeah. You ain't that kind. You ain't like dude that's helped you out. 
when somebody was trying to fire you every month, like, you ain't like that. So I called him, was like, yo, man, went and had lunch with him, told him everything. He was like, you ain't got to tell me shit. I was in the club. <laughs> Word. He was like, I'm in the club, like, oh, you, oh, that's wow. why you put the all black on and you was ready to go. Oh, you DJ. Like, he was in the wow. club. Watch, he saw it. He saw it. He, and he wasn't even looking. He was just, you know, in the club and just looking like, is that Calvin? Crazy. You know what I'm saying? So I tell him, and he was like, I ain't even mad at you. But in my head, in the car, right after that night, I said, I'm not going to work a media play no more. It's a wrap. I went home. Next morning, I told my mom, my mom, I'm going to be out in a month. Yeah. Because, you know, I was like, mom, I, I'll get you a new couch. <laughs> or a new, uh, <laughs> you know, or whatever. You know, Buy your and, mom a couch. And then Buy her a car. You're out of so here. Here's the thing. Month go by. Like, money was cool. I was like, look, found me a little condo. Mm -hmm. And then moms was like, uh, you still got to pay me back for all the hundred dollars. <laughs> right, right. So I said, you know what I said? Here you go, mom. I'm like, mm -hmm. mom, I greatly appreciate you. You've always had my back, always held me down. I, I mean, I paid her in full. Mm -hmm. Like, here. My cousin had a condo. She moved out of it. I moved right in. Uh, my first, like, you know, living in Huntsville, rent was like, for us, was like 300 bucks a month. Oh, for sure. Came to the condo. Rent was like 850, you know what I'm saying? Like things is moving. Like now, you know, Ryan Cameron, I get on his show at the five o'clock slot and I got the nine o'clock slot. He labels me the youngest in charge because I'm moving. I got chicks. I and got, he flaming you on the air. And he roasting me at the same time. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Which the roast helped build me up too. Right. Because it's like, yeah, you the, you the DJ Ryan be talking about, but yeah. I'm in the club. But no. You know, it just, it's all help. So now, I'm the youngest in charge now. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Now, man, get this chain out of here. Throw that chain away. <laughs> go to get me a, go, got me a real one, and yeah. things just started turning around. Now I'm like, yeah. You know, the DJs that we know was like, man, get out of here. Now right. they like, yo, if, like, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Bodied every club in Atlanta for like, like 10, 12 years, right? After that, it was just go time. But here's the thing, though. As hard as I worked to get there at that point, and I'm still, I'm 21, 22 years old, in my head, I'm like, okay, I want, I gotta maintain it. Mm -hmm. Because just like how my journey was, it may, in back of my head, may, even though it didn't happen, in the back of my head, it was like, it was another, maybe it's another DJ that's thinking, that like, that's looking at me like that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so after that, it was just on, it was on. Like, I just like, okay, I gotta maintain this. And then at the same time, when I got on Greg Street show, at the time, um, the DJs that was on his show, I felt like they should have been bigger. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, like I always respect uh, DJ Jelly because DJ Jelly, now he's been on View 3 since the 90s. Mm -hmm. He's just always reinvented himself. He's, and he stays in his lane. He like yeah. the way he does, like nobody do what he does. He yeah. does, he just was different. The big oomph had that, you know, they, they do their own thing. Mm -hmm. And I always respected Jelly for that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And like Jelly stayed in his lane, he's humble, he's cool. But I told myself, outside of Jelly, because Jelly's a staple here in Atlanta. I, yeah. I don't, get, oh, I don't sure. care who you are. Jelly's sure. a staple. I said, I'm not about to be coming on to this roster, and I'm not one of the biggest DJs in Atlanta. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? I said, I told Greg Street, I'm like, yo, you was like the number one personality out here. You know, he's an OG at this point. Oh, for sure. And I'm like, I got to be the biggest dude. 
because I'm with one of the biggest radio dudes. Mm. I can't be just regular mediocre. Yeah. So the formula that I was with Usher and Jeezy, the whole make the movie thing, I took that formula to every time Alex had a, um, a big party. Mm. And then guess what my second big party was? What's that? Puff Daddy. Uh. I mean, but you know what's crazy? That was like two weeks later from the Jeezy thing. Really? Were you nervous? Nah. I was I was ready. Cause Jeezy, because but the top Puff is not Puff is an entertainer. Mm-hmm. He's not a rapper, he's an entertainer. And I knew I could go from all about the Benjamins, Biggie joint, total, May. I could go all right. the I could do all and of it's that. It's all puff. And yeah. it's all and the records that he's rapping on, I could and I and it was a party. And then guess what? Another challenge. He says to me, Hey yo, DJ. Cause you know the Cassie <laughs> still didn't know my name. Like that. <laughs> I mean, I'm still new and Right. Yo, DJ, man, we, you, you got to slow it down for the ladies, man. What you got? So, okay, let me tell you how, DJ, how I think. He just said that he used to work at Uptown with Andre Harrell that had Mary J. Blige, Jodeci, Abby Shore, mm-hmm. Heavy D, etc. He used to you intern still, for him. He's still got, going that so, connection. So then I'm like, you want to go slow jams, R&B? Oh, I know what you want. You want Jodeci because you used to work with them right. back then when you wasn't having bad... Come and talk to me. The whole, he was like, yeah, he's dancing. Mm-hmm. DJ, what else you got? Mary J. Blige. Dun, dun, dun. You know what she's yeah. I'm going down. Mm-hmm. I'm just going in. Then, you know, DJ, what else you got? Freak me, baby. DJ, what else you got? Just, I just slowed, slow jammed that thing out for about 45 minutes. Jeez. Everybody, but this was a time when people was really dancing. Mm-hmm. Everybody was really bumping and grinding. Yeah. And, 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 and every big party that came, my style, I just kept bodying. And, 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 and I've seen how comfortable artists was with the way. Now, no, this was a time where if I pay you for a walkthrough, mm-hmm. you're just walking through. Right. Meaning you're going to be in the <laughs> section, drinking, taking pictures. Right. You're not performing. You get paid for a performance at the club, you're performing. Right. So in my head, I was like, yeah, but you here though, but you got records. Like you ain't gonna do one or two right. songs. So I used to be like, how can I make So you shoving the mic in everybody's face? Not shoving, building. Mm. So I learned how to do that. Mm-hmm. And one day I told Alex, I'm like, Alex, you be paying these guys for walkthroughs? She's like, yeah, man. I was like, I know a way I can make them perform. Mm. Since you're paying them for the walkthrough. This is exclusive too, I ain't never said this. Mm-hmm. He's like, what are you talking about? I'm like, I like they. I like some artists feel comfortable when I kind of like set them up with their records while they got the mic. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like one time, artist I can't. I forgot. I forgot his name, but it was an artist. He ain't popping no more. He was like, yeah, you know, just want shout out to everybody in Atlanta. You know what I'm saying? Thank y'all for coming out. Blah 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 blah. Yeah, man, DJ, let's go. Put his record right on. Mm-hmm. Crowd went so crazy. He had no choice but to perform. Right. <laughs> right. So then I'm like, verse hook. Let me slide in another one. See what. Happens. Mm-hmm. Crowd reaction so crazy. Again, he has to perform. Slide in another one. Now I'm performing. Setting. I don't go with the biggest record. Mm-hmm. I build that thing up to see how long they're gonna be like DJ. I, right. you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Yeah. And I wasn't getting no. I wasn't getting this. It just kept happening. So mm-hmm. I was like, I told Alex, I'm like, yo. I think this is my niche right here. He's like, no, 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 keep doing it. Keep doing it, keep doing it, keep doing it. It got to the point when, when I didn't do it, 
he'd be like, yo, what's up with it? Yo, tonight, he ain't, he ain't. I'm like, I mean, you, you paid him for the walkthrough. He just wasn't, <laughs> you know, I, don't, I don't know these people, people personally, these right. artists and entertainers personally at this point. Mm-hmm. I had to build to get to know them. Right. Once they knew me, it was nobody telling me no. Gotcha. So fast forward to today yeah. with, I mean, you're traveling the world, man. Like, you are traveling from Huntsville, Alabama to yeah. Georgia. Now you're traveling. I don't know where you are. You'd be doing this weird stuff like, yo, exactly. guess what island more? Like, what? Guess what island you are? <laughs> so, like, what, what's... So, I guess, tell, tell the people your situation with that and then well, kind of, like, finally, how does that feel? Well, after so many years of just being, you know, heavy on the radio, at this point, I'm on the radio four times a week. I got six nights in clubs. I'm... You got to come through me for everything at this point. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? The youngest in charge of brand is popping. But, like, my seventh year, um, I got my own radio show on V103, me and my partner, Lil Bankhead. We had that cracking on World Star every week for our rap battles, all kinds <laughs> of stuff. Um, but, but the thing about it is, you know, you were with me. I never went nowhere. Every week is the same thing. Mm-hmm. Not knocking it, but it's like, I want to see what it's like to DJ in Miami or DJ in New York or DJ in LA or DJ in Memphis or DJ. Mm-hmm. I never, you know, I'm, I'm just, you know, I'm, I'm the man. And when I go to these cities, they like, yo, infamous, the hottest DJ in Atlanta. Hottest DJ in Atlanta. Right. Seven years go by of doing all of that. I'm just like, dang, hottest DJ in Atlanta and that's it? So you know what I'm saying? I'm like, how can I get out of that? Not, 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 not what I'm doing, just how can I grow? Mm-hmm. And again, remember how I told you when we moved, when I graduated and I didn't have no job and I had to figure it out, I had to replan? Yeah. 2011, I had to replan. Not, not saying what I'm doing is wrong. Y'all, I'm making six figures a year. Mm-hmm. I got nice house, car with my name on it. You know, I'm, I'm doing it. Right. But I like to, I want to get to the next level before, I want to get to, I want to know what's the next level. I don't want to be like, oh, dang, I missed the window or dang, I fell off. I should have, I don't want to do that. Okay, right. what's, what should I do next and be ready for that? Mm-hmm. I got to get out of town, man. I got to, you know, I'm trying to figure it out. And then, um, I know I didn't intern for Ludacris in this DTP camp. Kept a great rapport. Uh, they put me on TV for the first time. Mm-hmm. All kind of like we, we, our relationship is solid. Right. I get a call. His road manager's like, "Yo, Chris need a DJ for the next three weeks. We're going. It's overseas. It's like eight countries in three, two, two, three weeks. Eight mm. countries. Dang. Can you come? Actually, I can come. <laughs> Tell my program director. All right. He's like, oh, yeah, you should do it. Yeah, go ahead. You should do that. Mm-hmm. I'm like, really? Just like that? I'm like, all right. I do it. Eight countries in two and a half weeks. Eight countries. Before that, I would have been to Japan and Bahamas, and, you know, I had a couple, maybe one or two stamps. Mm-hmm. Eight countries. Wow. So I'm like, dang, yo, this, I'm really seeing, like, a whole different thing. I'm like, so... I didn't know at the time that was like a trial run, mm-hmm. but to me, I'm like, okay, I need to take this job because yeah. I like this. Now, no, now Chris, Luda, Chris, Ludacris already knows me. Like we, you know, I, I did all his album release parties. Mm-hmm. I mean, we have, right. but I still am like, I gotta impress him on this end. Mm-hmm. So when he had like, 
he had some uh, some parties overseas. Like you know, he had a lot of business because he had the Soul headphones. Mm -hmm. So when he was in Soul Korea, oh, yeah, yeah. His partners and the people with all the money and all that, they had a big um, rooftop party, mm -hmm. and the DJ was just whack. So I mean, I had my equipment because you know I, don't, I never leave the money away. Like mm -hmm. the backpacks are always with me. The, the money stays by yeah. my side. You never know when I got to show up. Right. I was like, I can't take it no more. I'm like, I'm like, I'm a ludicrous DJ. Let me, let me do a little something. I'm like, yeah, do something, something. Took over. I'm like, yo, you killed that. I mean, I know he knows, but I'm in a different country. Mm. So it was like, and all his partners like, yo, your DJ is nothing. So I'm like, yo, I need this. So then my, I, I'm open. My brain is opening up to a world. I'm like, this is the next level. Just traveling, do and and doing what I do in Atlanta, but doing it everywhere else. Yeah. That's what I, that's like the next level mm -hmm. and getting a record deal, endorsements and all that. And then 2012, it was a complete turnaround. Wow. Five days a week, four days a week on radio, six nights in the clubs, started shifting to, I'm on the road with Ludacris. Uh, I got a record deal to put out uh, records. Um, I, get in, I got a uh, liquor endorsement. I got a headphone endorsement. I got a, a clothing line endorsement. It just... Now I'm not even, now I'm barely home. Yo, here's the crazy part, because I remember, uh, shouts out to Ace. I'm talking to Ace, and he's like, yo, man, I love when Imp go out of town. He was like, yo, I hope he keep going out of town. I'm going to have this conversation with him. Yeah. I'm like, yo, why? He was like, yo, because I get the big clubs. Yeah. Like, he's like, yo, I love when Imp go out of town. Yeah. And now it's just so <clears> dope <throat> to see what he's doing. You Hold know, on, like, check this out. Remember I told you about how I was feeling about the next level? Mm -hmm. They introduced me to Ace. I started going to Ace's spots. You know, he was doing like Justin's and uh, room service and yeah. stuff like that. So I'm like, man, let me go check Ace out, man. You know. Now, I never little man to Ace. Mm. Even though he wasn't really, you know, he just, you know, he's just DJing. He just, I never little man Ace because he was so cool. Mm -hmm. And I was like, yo, man, you know, you know how you feel somebody's vibe. Yeah. And you just, like, I like him. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He's cool. He's like, yo, inf man, you. Like he was just like, yo, inf man, you be killing it out here. Later. I'm just like. Thank you, man. Like, of course, I hear it all the time, but it's right. just the way, it's just his aura yeah. just felt yeah. invited. He was like, yo, man, you should come check me out sometime. So I'm in the clubs. I'm DJing. You know, room service was late night, so I'm yeah. like, I'm hungry. Let me go check my man out. Get some wings. Yeah. Check, my man check my man out and just, I just liked him, man. Right. Like, you know what I mean? I don't even know him like that, but I just liked him. He's like, you know, it was just, I just liked him, man. You right. know what I'm saying? So I'm like, <laughs> so then he starts like for me, I'm starting to move around. So at this point, it's like, okay, we gotta have somebody kind of fill in for Inf when he's moving, because he's moving. I'm moving. Right, now. Right. And you know, Ace starts coming in position. So Ace never told me that, but I kind of felt it because yeah. when he's away, it's like he's planning. Okay, Infamous is leaving. Okay, I gotta. Yeah. Like he's planning. I know you taping him. He he telling his boys, yeah, yeah, I got. Okay, you know, this is gonna be a night. And I'm and I remember. That feeling of telling your boys, okay, guys, Velvet Rooms, I'm, I'm, a, I'm feeling, I'm in Velvet Rooms this uh, day. Bro, I, I was, because yeah. I would rock with him, like, like, go, that's crazy. But here's the thing. Wow. I told Ace, I'm like, okay, Ace, I see what's going on. Because you know there's talks like, yo, Ace, the next one, Ace, and, I'm, <laughs> and, I'm just, and, I'm, and the thing about it is when you're filling in for me, you should be. Yeah. But here's the thing, I know how people think. I'm like, Ace, okay, this look. At some point in time, not now, but certain people in the streets is gonna be in your ear. 
Niggas, them cats see what I'm got, what I'm doing. Mm. They're gonna be in your ear. They're gonna try to put us against each other because it's gonna be the whole competition thing mm. of who rocks better. Blah, 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 right. right. Now don't get me wrong. I, I never like me and Ace never felt like we was in competition. I never felt in competition with him. Right. He never felt in competition with me. If anything, but the streets can create that. Yeah, yeah the streets yeah. can create that. But me being around, because think about it, nobody. No, I never, I never had no feelings. So he mm. was kind of like the first to have to come around, you know what I'm saying? Right. And I just you know, I've been around for so long around here, I just know how people do that. Right. So I said, and plus, I'm going to tell you this. I told you my planner. I had a great exit strategy. Mm-hmm. I told Ace, I'm like, yo, Ace, this is going to happen, right? I'm going to be out of town for like a, a little while. You're going to get comfortable doing the clubs. The, the club promoters and people, everybody, they're going to be, you know, they're going to get used to you mm-hmm. when I come back. Of course, I'm going to thrash it, right. but then it's going to be that, okay, who, who thing. Mm-hmm. I was like, but here's the thing. This is my exit strategy to go to something bigger. You're already filling in for me. I like the minute you started filling in for me, that's when I'm saying to myself, okay, exit strategy for Imp to go to, to do something outside of Atlanta. Mm-hmm. You need somebody to come in and take the spot so that everybody else will feel cool. Now, right, the right. thing was, I said, Ace, now when I come back in town, yes, I'm going to come DJ the party, but it's going to be to a point where they're going to be like, yo, should we, Ace been here. Right. Infamous is all over, right, you know right, what I'm saying? Right. Sometimes it be like that. And, but mm. the thing is, I told Ace this was going to happen before it happened. It didn't happen for a while. Mm. But when it started happening, yo, Inf, man, you was right. here. Like, he would tell me. Like, like, yo, Inf, you know, I'm like, Ace, this was, I'm like, dog, you good. This was supposed to happen, bro. Bro, you've been working hard in the clubs that you was at, in right. the circuit that you was at. You're in, you're in the major leagues now. I've been in the major leagues for damn near seven, eight, eight, seven, eight years. Yeah. My exit strategy, I'm like, Ace, I'm, this is, listen, I'm like, Ace, let them, let everybody in the streets say this to you. Mm-hmm. Be hyped about going to work in these in these clubs. I'm like, Ace, you don't understand. You're helping. We're helping each other, and I don't even think you understand it. He was like, Yo, Inf, what you talking? I'm like, Ace, let's be 100. You want these? You want the clubs I got? He's mm. like, Who? What DJ wouldn't? Right. I'm like, Right. I want to go outside of Atlanta. Mm. I want to DJ. I'm like, we're, It's like a. It's like a. Yo, give me a hand. Pull you in. Mm-hmm. But I'm pulling him in with information. I'm right. telling him, yo, Ace, now watch out now. Watch out. Yeah. Like I'm putting him on game to certain yeah. people that he ain't really know. And I'm telling him, me and Ace, look, everything that happened to Ace before he got with Jeezy, we talked about it because it happened to me. Right. Yeah, you know and that, that's pretty, that's dope. Like you going out of the country, Ace like, yo, I can't wait to get in spots. I'm sure there was another cat right behind Ace like, yo, well, Ace, please go out of town so we can get this club. I got Ace's room service. Right. I got Ace. <laughs> and it's like, yo, and the thing about it is me and Ace, this is the thing that nobody knew. Me and Ace talked all the time. Mm-hmm. I'd call Ace and be like, yo, Ace, I got to go out of town. I'm going to tell you what's going to happen, Ace. What happens is I'm going to go out of town and people in the streets going to say this, that, and the third about me because they think, I'm, mm-hmm. you know, they can't, you know what I mean? And I'm like, Ace, this is going to happen. Yo, Inf, guess what? Yo, you was so on the money. It's happening, Inf. I'm like, Ace, I'm telling you, bro. I'm like, Ace, you could take all of this if you want. Mm-hmm. Because here's the thing. 
If nobody can fill it for inf, now I have a problem. Now the pro the promoter's got a problem with me because I'm out of town doing all this stuff, mm -hmm. and it's like, yo, you just gonna nah? We we me no me Ace is my man. We together, yo. Yeah. If you in town, yo Ace, I need you to cover for me. Cool, yo. You know what Ace? You know what? Ace, I'm gonna say I can't do this night because I really don't want to do it because I'm I'm starting to get some out of town gigs. Go ahead and you know when it comes to like. Infamous ain't never here. Like, nah, nah, like, hey, you know, Ace is doing it. You know, mm -hmm. he, he earned that. Go ahead. Like the conversations yeah. I'd have on the other side. Yeah. And what is it? What is it like going from, like, I, like I guess you're not even concerned. And this is this is so dope because we were talking before this, and Shy like, yo, you go make what four or five, six hundred dollars to go to the club, and now you're like, ah, I ain't really, ah, I ain't really doing it like that. Right, like, cause right. you had you had a town more. Right. So, what's it like to to have that transition? And what advice would you give a younger DJ that's coming up that's hungry? They they at the radio station every day and get position. What kind I of mean, advice would you give? I'm gonna say this, man. Be happy with your transitions. You gotta be happy with your transitions. Mm. I was happy of the idea that I could try to do stuff out of town. I've been doing the biggest parties for eight years straight. Never went Memorial Day weekend in Atlanta, Labor Day weekend in Atlanta, Thanksgiving weekend in Atlanta, Christmas weekend in Atlanta, New Year's in Atlanta, spring break in Atlanta for seven to eight years straight. Mm -hmm. And that's great. But I just, wanted, I just wanted to explore other stuff. So now another guy that wants these and everybody's, everybody's rocking with, everybody liked Ace too. Mm -hmm. Perfect. But I know how certain people talk-ish. Mm. Try to want to put you to put you against each other, like right. man, Ace, yo. When stuff like that was happening, me and Ace was on the phone, like yo, they just don't understand. We we planned, we planned it. Me and Ace planned all that. Mm. We knew everything that was going to happen before it happened. Mm. Everything. Guess what I tell Ace now? Now once I fully get out, mm -hmm. I say Ace, about three four years, you're gonna feel like how I felt. Mm -hmm. Watch. Now Ace got everything. Now he got all the clubs. Mm -hmm. Now he the go-to guy. Years go by. Yo, if you was right, <laughs> I'm like, yo, cause me and Ace are kind of like the same. You know, he he more laid back than I am. Mm -hmm. I'm more vocal. But as far as like mentality, you know, in his head, he want to do more stuff. Look, like, you gotta think, man. When you're doing something five days a week for years, yeah. after a while, you be like, no matter how much money you make. And then when you got people next to you doing bigger stuff. And you know you could do it. Like, think about it. He's in the regular smaller clubs. I'm in the big clubs. I'm shifting. He comes in the big clubs. I go out of town. He's now he's the man. Then he does that for years. It's like he's my man. It's like when I'm next to Khaled, I'm like, I'm watching, you know, Khaled, my man. I'm watching in the early years, I'm watching Khaled do all this big stuff. I'm like, oh, I got it. Khaled had who had his birthday party? Oh, I gotta have, I gotta have the world at my birthday party. I gotta have it. Oh, I gotta have MTV. <laughs> take my birthday party too. Oh, I got to have a police escort take me and all 10 of the artists that I book come to my, like it's, you next to somebody, you want to do big stuff like that, you want to, so you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And that's why I'm so proud of Ace to this day. Man. Because me and Ace talked and we planned and we strategized the next moves. He'd be like, yo, what's your next move? I'm like, I got to get a record deal. What's your next move? Conquer all the clubs in the A and be the man. Ace accomplished that. Infamous accomplished that. It just, you know, I, I started popping before he did. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, it's like, yo, 
That's dope. Like, yeah. Ace, Man. yo. Ace, you need something from me? Yo, if I need, like, we, 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 like, me and Ace did, we do that to, yo, real talk, we still do that to this day. Yeah. We still be like, yo, man, like, yo, if you, oh, I see you in Seattle, yo, hit my man up, my man here, he gonna take care of you, if, yo, oh, you in Detroit, yo, yo, my man Sammy live in Detroit, yo, Ace, look at what my man Sammy, yo, you know, you know what I'm saying, yeah. like, we do that to this day. Solid, solid, Ace, yeah. Solid, and not to keep talking about it, but, you know, in the DJ community, a lot of DJs are like that, we are like that. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? But at the same time, be happy with your transitions. And I'm, I was always happy with my transitions. And it was good to see somebody else like Ace see his transition. Yo, he used to DJ at Justin's. Now he on the road with Jeezy every week. Yeah. Road managing Jeezy. Private jets. Like, just, you know, so now that I'm out with Luda, you know, we be doing all the big stuff. He, it's just dope. Yeah. yeah, I think this was 12 years, man. You know what I'm saying? Crazy. Me and Ace ain't never fell out neither. Man. Never. That's what's up. Y'all owned Atlanta together. That's dope. You know what I'm saying? And, and so my thing is planning, mm -hmm. executing, don't give up. It's like I heard Eddie Murphy say one time, he was like, yo, when people say I got a plan B, you already X yourself out and doubted yourself for what you want to do. Yeah. He's like, if you want to do something, just plan to do it and just go do it. Do everything you got to do, do it. You know, some people are like, yeah, I'm going to do this, but my fallback, I'm a, if I if I can't, I'm gonna do this instead. Or my plan B is this. I ain't never, I ain't had no plan B. Yeah. Have anything that I said since we've been talking? Have you ever said? Have you you heard anything about a plan B? Nope. Nope. And 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 just like uh, and Shaq can attest to it too. We watched it with no plan B. Like yo, all in. I'm all in. Like I've never seen you say yo. Okay, until DJ start, I'm gonna get into real estate until the DJ thing pop up. Like yo, it's been. DJ, DJ, music, music, DJ, managing, DJ, yep. DJ, music, the yeah. whole, like, the whole time. So, like, I, I, I've been able to see that consistency. And you got to understand, man, this was, like, 12 years old, my friends is into sports, G.I. Joes, and all kind of stuff. I saw DJing. So, I'm, my friends look at me like, what are you doing with these turntables, man? I'm like, yo, I'm DJing. Hmm. Eighth, seventh, eighth grade in my bedroom. And my homie's like, yo, yo, Calvin, come out and play. Come hoop. Nah, I got to learn how to mix this record with that one. And I got to mm. learn how to put these buttons on the mixer, how to mm. use it. I got to learn that. That was me growing up. I played sports. But it was like, OK, play sports because I'm with my friends. But then that DJing, man, I could, I could really. I'm not, OK, sports, let's be 1,000, just, just real quick. Basketball, always six man. Football, skinniest tight end in the world. You can move me out the way easily, right? But it's my, always six men. Right, but my boys played, so I want to play. But a lot of my friends was like, you know, all-American basketball, football players. But ain't nobody a dope teenage DJ. So Man. I saw that lane early. When I could turn 13, I was like, oh, all the DJs is what? 19, 20s? I'm 13? Let's go. Yeah. Yeah, I will. I I I, I want to wrap it up, but like you, you've I'm I want to say just as a friend, mm -hmm. I'm super proud of you, no, thank um, because you, you've been like just extremely consistent and just the same person, right. right? I don't think the the city or the industry or the fame or the bright lights ever changed you as a person. Like you always value friendship, you always value family. Um, so, it, I mean, it's just to go to see from media play to literally traveling every, almost every day. 
when I call, when I call, it's not like, yo, what you doing? The first question is, yo, uh, are you going to be in town? When next time are you going to be in town? Right. And it's surprising when you're like, yo, I'm at the crib. Like, really? It took, us, dope. It took us a month to do this. Yeah. Oh, when for sure. The first time you hit me about it, it's been like four to five weeks. I told I told Tay that today. I was like, she's like, you know, me, me and Tay was supposed to kick it, you know, tonight after the radio. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I can't, babe. I'm like, yo. Me and David Shout talked. To Tay, me and Dave, me and J, uh, David talked at least four weeks ago about this. <laughs> and I told him when I have a free week, because I'm here for a week and a half, which hasn't happened since February. That's what he said when I talked to you the other day. He's like, yo. A week and a half, I'm at the crib. Yeah, I'm at oh the crib, God. and I'm, I'm so happy to be here doing just whatever I can do. And that's what I told you. I was like, yo, you, last week, you was like, Tuesday was the best time. After the radio, you said, bet. I said, yo, after the radio, I'm coming straight to you. That's why yeah. I caught, and here, this is planning. I know we're doing a podcast. David, are you filming this? You said, of course we are. Okay, well, let me be, let me make sure I'm not just, you know, you know, I'd have came in there if we were just, we just talking and just oh, sure. on Flip a podcast flops. and some, and, some and, and one shorts. Right. And guess what? A white tee from Walmart. <laughs> oh man, what the black from the day though. Oh no, this, what is Calvin Klein? <laughs> oh shoot. Yeah, it's Calvin Klein. Oh, you get money these days. Yeah. <laughs> well, look, I, I, I got I to gotta end all the podcasts with the prediction, man. Mm-hmm. Um, because you are a planner, you're a strategist, you think. Um, not only about what you're going to do today, but tomorrow. So I need you to give me a prediction of infamous Calvin in the next five years so that I can look at this five years mm-hmm. from now to say, yo, he said he was going to do He said he was going to have a record like that. So I, I want to know what you are, like, what your prediction for yourself in five years. Um, real quick, um, I want to own multiple businesses, which I'm about to start on that now. Mm-hmm. But I want to, I mean, to where, let's just say if I walked away from music, I'm super sweet off my businesses. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, I want to have some albums out. Um, how many years you said? Five? Five. Five years. <laughs> I mean, still doing what I do, but. Okay, you know what, to be honest with you, I still want to keep doing what I'm doing. I love mm-hmm. what I'm doing. Just elevate as far as how much I get paid. Yeah. Of course, as everybody wants to. Sure. But I really want to be on, like, the, the business side. Like, you know, I want to own businesses. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I've seen, and I want to own more land. You know what I'm saying? I've seen the, the, the value in owning land, owning businesses, having ownership. Like, I own my own company. I own my own media company. I own my own record label. I own my own publisher company. I, I understand the power of ownership, mm-hmm. investing your money where it needs to be. You know what I'm saying? Um, you know, uh, I want a barbershop with my, one of my partners. Oh, really? You know what I'm saying? I want a, I want a restaurant, not just any restaurant. Like, I have an idea for mm-hmm. what I want. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I want um, every, I want to I open a rec center for kids. You know what I'm saying? Like. I want to do a lot of stuff. Shout out to LeBron, man. He opened that school. Shout, you know, out, to shout LeBron, out to LeBron. That's man. dope. Like stuff like that, man. Like I love giving back, man. Mm-hmm. You know, that's why I do my DJ Infamous Weekend where I'm from in Lansing, Michigan. I've never done a DJ Infamous Weekend in Atlanta. I felt like my city, Lansing, Michigan, where me and Magic Johnson are from. And mm-hmm. shout out to Denzel Valentine. He's from there too. I feel like you been to CJ's crib? Not yet. Oh. I ain't been. Oh, CJ Quinney's. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to ET, all of them. You know, mm-hmm. uh, oh, I heard it's, I heard it's big. 
I, 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 I told CJ I'm about to top that. <laughs> nah, yeah, it's Chris. It's yeah, the I'm, pool I'm, 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 is insane. Yeah, yeah, I told him. I, I was out of town that day. I was, oh, the pool But the thing insane. is, I, like, I have a lot of stuff that I want to do outside of music. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, my thing is I'm about to get in the cars a little bit more. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Me, be, me and Chris was on the Dub Magazine cover uh, three, four years ago. Mm. And that was my first magazine cover. Right. It was cars, and it was like, I want to get in cars. So I got my first old school 64 Impala. You know what I'm saying? And nice. You know, it's just a lot of stuff, man. You know, five years from now, I, you know, I love doing what I'm doing. Yeah. I love being on the radio. I love touring, traveling, DJing. I just want to elevate it, make it bigger, put out bigger records as far as mm -hmm. my singles, right. own some businesses, some real good businesses with my friends. You know what I'm saying? You know, the ones that know what it takes to run a real business. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? And and at the same time, watch my kids grow. I got four kids, mm -hmm. um, you know, ages uh, nine, eight, seven, and five. Mm. Bing, 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 bing. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I like watching my kids grow. You know what I'm saying? So mm -hmm. hopefully by then, my kids, you know, my kids will be old enough to travel with me a little bit. Mm -hmm. when, when there are certain events that are appropriate for kids, you know, uh, stuff like that, man. Mm -hmm. You know, and just grow. Yeah, that's dope. I've been dabbling in real estate a little bit. I made a little real estate play. I've been, I've been doing a little real Yo, estate. Yo, Dave, lately. you know, I'm proud of you, man, because I ain't gonna front. Like, sometimes, well, I'm gonna say sometimes, I'll say a lot of times, like, when I don't talk to you, mm -hmm. I don't see you, and I see, like, your messages, and I see how hard you hustle, and I'll be like, Yo, I'm proud of this dude, man. Like, you ain't stopped. Like, yeah, man. you know, it, it, I don't know if y'all know this, but you know, he used to he used to be called Jersey. He used to be a rapper. Oh, we got the footage. You know what I'm saying? He used to be like <laughs> He was my manager. Yeah, he was a lot of stuff, man. And for him to turn everything around and inspire people to be entrepreneurs, inspire people to be go-getters, inspire people to be like, you know, not to be lazy, to go get what you want in life. You know what I'm saying? Like watching you do what you do makes me feel so like happy, because I'm like, yo, we was broke. Our moms, we lived over here. We came with a couple hundred dollars to our name. We packed both of our stuff in a U-Haul and my bravada, and we both drove over here yeah. to make something of ourselves. Yeah. And and I will say it on camera that if did invest $750, we're, we're unclear on the number. Okay, do you? It you, wasn't even a investment. He, he gave me a seed of seven fit, and I tried to give him the money back. No, he was on. like, "Yo, you, you want to put this public?" Yeah, because we, we we might as well just get it straight, so we so we have something documented. Okay. His ownership percentage changes every time we talk. Do you want to tell the story, David, or you want to keep this? Nah, we gonna. I I, I just oh, want to say shouts out to him because okay. he did. We was in the truck one day. He was like, "Yo, I like the little sleeping suckers thing with the T-shirt you're doing. I'm just gonna give you some money." I was like, "Yo, I'm gonna pay you back as soon as I can." And Real talk, it was like, yo, this is not alone. Like, I really want to get you on your feet. Like, I'm just showing you some love. That's how I knew Inf was really getting money. You know what I'm saying? What, 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 what about the second time? Remember when I was in my bed? Yeah, I remember that. I came, I came through to get the like, check. Oh, yep. Yeah, you know, and then Tay's like, who you giving that money to? I'm like, Dave, you're like, why are you giving him so much? Like, well, y'all believe him. You know, remember? Yeah, I remember. Yes. All right, so that concludes our podcast before <laughs> we start getting into percentages and all that. <laughs> Yo, if, again, man, super proud of you, man. I'm all glad day, you man. come came through. All day. Listen, man, make sure y'all follow this, man. How can they follow you? Follow me on Instagram at DJ Infamous. Follow me on Twitter at DJ Infamous ATL. Follow me on Facebook, Calvin Infamous Donald. The reason why I do that is because a lot of people that know me personally, 
personally follow me and the people that know me as Infamous, you know, I, I could put it all into one. You know what I'm saying? So on Facebook, Calvin Infamous Donald. Um, follow me on the radio. I'm on the radio, V103, every Monday and Tuesday, 9 to 10. And then, you know, on my social medias, you can see wherever I'm DJing at in the world. Shout out to Ludacris DTP. Shout out to Daryl Hill. Shout out to my boy Shaheezy, Shaheed. Shout out to my brother David and um, Skills. Shout out to War Skills. Shout my out to brother. my wife, my kids, my four beautiful kids. They all in. They got. They in good schools too, man. I'm oh yeah, we we see. We see they doing a little something. Oh, no. They got to be doing a little something around here. Nah, man, this was a little, a little pleasure. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But nah, you know I appreciate everything, man. Like I said, I'm proud of you and thank you for having me on this podcast because. You brought back some memories that I forgot about. So hey, listen. When you ask certain questions, it's like, I forgot about that. Yo, make sure y'all share this. If this becomes the most viewed podcast, yeah. we putting out footage from like 2002, I, I, we 2003. Got to. We got to. Okay, if we do that, because you know it's a side that they don't know about you. Oh, you yeah, nah, we keeping that rap? under wraps. No. Absolutely what? not. No, not even the rap. Oh, yo, listen, I got kids that follow me, bro. I can't. Yeah, you're right. Oh my gosh, right. it, unbelievable. It'll be. You beep, can get a two-piece coke in the biscuit. All right, y'all. And we you get a piece of your chicken. <laughs> what? I'm cheapest. I'm not copping. You only get one topping at pizza. Yeah, can you leave my bars out here? Yeah, we out here, man. Make sure y'all follow my boy. American Giant makes great clothing, sweatshirts, jeans, and more right here in the U.S. Visit American-Giant.com and get 20% off your first order with code STAPLE20. That's 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com, code STAPLE20. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.